You know, Ellie, light of my life, bestest friend in the whole world, there's one thing I just feel like maybe you don't know about me, and that's that I'm a really big fan of mysterious and unsolved mysteries. <gasps> What? A mysterious mysteries. <laughs> a mysterious Lo mystery. <laughs> Loie, this is this is a shocker. <laughs> this is news to me. This is unfounded information. Does it surprise you, potentially, after being friends with me for four years, five years, five years that yeah. I too am a huge fan of unresolved mysteries, particularly when they exist on the internet? Oh my God, that's crazy. Wow, I can't believe I didn't know that about you. It would be so wild if we started like a show about urban legends and maybe you could find them on the internet. It could have like a really cool title, like, I don't know, internet urban legends. I don't know, we'll spitball it. Just kidding, we already have it, of course. And it's led us down some pretty wild rabbit holes over the years, many of which we first heard about on the Unresolved Mysteries subreddit. For those of you who don't know, Unresolved Mysteries is a subreddit dedicated to the many mysterious and unsolved stories, appropriate name, from all around the world. Posts to this subreddit detail some sort of mystery and then provide links to more detailed reviews of the case. If you want to deep dive down the rabbit hole, it could be a wiki article, it could be a news report. If you like what we talk about on this show or on our channels and you want more, there really aren't many better places to get your fix. And today's story comes from the depths of unresolved mysteries. A story about a family in Vietnam who experienced a strange and ultimately so tragic phenomenon. The title of the post went something like this, quote, Ten years ago, six people in a family in Vietnam, some of whom were perfectly healthy, painfully succumbed to a mysterious illness, one after another. To this day, there's still no traces of known diseases found and no widely accepted explanations for their deaths. This is the story of the Thai Bin phenomenon. Welcome to Internet Urban Legends, a Spotify original from Parcast. I'm Loie, your friendly neighborhood true believer, here to chit-chat about an unresolved mystery straight from the subreddit itself today. And I am Eleanor, subreddit lurker. <laughs> Honestly, if somebody like hacked into my phone, the thing I would want them to see the least is the number of <laughs> subreddits I'm currently tracking on that godforsaken website. Together, we are the gruesome twosome don't look into our internet search history. And this is Internet Urban Legends, where we dive deep into the darkest corners of the internet. We might find the answers we're looking for. We might scare ourselves into staying up all night. But one thing is for sure, we are glad to have you guys along for the ride. I feel like I need some emotional support for this mm. one. It is a sad one. It is. It's sad and it's tough. And honestly, the nature of a lot of these internet urban legends that we dive into I guess maybe fortunately for the first chunk of the second season, we focus on a lot of things that were rooted in fiction or a lot of things that we walked away from like, oh, maybe this didn't really happen. Maybe, you know, you know, uh, this is entirely real and so, so sad. So you have been warned. This is a sad episode here, but it's also truly fascinating and harrowing. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious lolly Focus Pops or lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. First of all, as we start this episode, huge shout out to Redditor Dante4C for translating the details of this story to the Unresolved Mystery subreddit into English and making it possible for us to discover this truly bizarre tale. This story begins in the year 2002. Meet the Tran family. They were a huge family that lived in the rural outskirts of the Thai Binh province in Vietnam. On the east coast of Vietnam's Red River Delta region, the Thai Binh province is known as the country's homeland of rice, which was a fitting place for the Trans to live, because they were a family of rice farmers. By most accounts, the Trans were a sort of model family. There were four generations of family members living together in this area. There was the father, Tran Van Rang, who had eight children. By 2002, two of his sons and their families were still living near him on the family's land. These two sons were both happily married off with children of their own. And then over time, they managed to save up enough money to build their own houses next door to their parents. It basically sounds like what we're going to do one day. Houses side (laughs) by side. (laughs) Too true, bestie. A truly beautiful picture of a happy, loving family. And I wish that the story stopped there and this was just an offshoot of a very happy episode of IUL. But tragically, this is not where our story ends. According to one of the trans sons, whose name is Kwok Viet, everything started going downhill when his younger brother, Van Oot, started construction on his new house. Almost immediately after the construction began, a number of truly unsettling things began happening. Cattle started falling ill at a rapid rate. Dozens of pigs, chickens, and ducks all seemed to go insane at once, slamming themselves into concrete walls and foaming at the mouths as if they were trying to escape from something unseen. And just a few hours after it all began, all of Van Oot's animals were already dead, except for one single duck for some reason, which honestly, that's an important detail. It's more important than you'd think. So remember that duck for later. But a few days later, the exact same thing started happening to all of his parents' cattle. And that was just the beginning. Because shortly after all of the Tran family's cattle and animals contracted this mysterious disease, the Tran family themselves would also start to feel a little under the weather. The oldest son of the Tran family was named Van Viet. His brother Kwok said that without a doubt, Van Viet was the most successful of the family because he already had his own house, a wife, and a five-year-old son. This was a perfectly healthy man in his prime. And what happened to him next shocked the entire family because not long after the construction work started, he started telling his family about extreme body pains appearing out of nowhere. And Van Viet went to the hospital several times. He's not just taking an aspirin and walking it off or, you know, hoping it goes away. He's going to the hospital, but there's no explanation for these pains or what he's going through. The pain got so bad that Van Viet had to stop doing farm work altogether. And then Van Viet started to experience even more serious symptoms, such as foaming at the mouth and his body twitching uncontrollably. 
Van Viet was immediately admitted to the hospital, and he did recover, slowly, but he was getting better. However, just like before, doctors found no trace of disease or poison, and there was nothing to pinpoint these symptoms to. And so, after he recovered, Van Viet went home, to his family, to this place that he had been his entire life. Within days, his symptoms started showing up again, and then tragically, Van Viet passed away in June of 2002. But what happened next would shock not only the entire Tran family, but the nation of Vietnam. Up next, we'll be talking about the tragic fate of the Tran family. After Van's death, the same symptoms started showing up in every member of the family. With this combination of physical illness and pure tragedy, really, the family was understandably not in a good place. Van Rang, his father, took his son's death the worst. He began to drink, and his moods and health were deteriorating rapidly. Barely a month after Van Viet's tragic death, Van Rang had a similar body convulsion episode and also passed away. And tragically, that is not where our story ends. Three months after Van Rang's death was his first memorial ceremony. Per Vietnamese tradition, the entire Tran family of four generations would march out to the cemetery where they were supposed to perform the ceremony. Alongside the family was Van Oot's six-year-old son, joining the adults in mourning the dead. But halfway through the ceremony, this child collapsed and the same symptoms appeared. Convulsions, mouth foaming, and within minutes, he had also passed away. This is like so unbelievably sad. Dozens of people at this ceremony also collapsed or fainted. So this was coming on fast, suddenly, somehow still unexpectedly. It's just like unbelievably tragic. Like unbelievably tragic and now claiming lives within a matter of like what seems like minutes. It's very fast acting and it has already taken so many people from this poor family. In the days after the ceremony, three more members of the family were rushed to the hospital, including Van Oot, his wife, and his mother. Van Oot's mother passed away in the hospital soon after. Van Oot got better in the hospital, just like his brother did. But unfortunately, also just like his brother, his symptoms would get worse and he would pass away after returning to the family's home. Again, just like his brother before him. After Van Oot's death, his wife, of course, was terrified by everything going on here and she decided to leave the family's house for good leave this property and never come back mysteriously once she moved away all of her health issues disappeared which seems to strangely be the case people who are around this property are dropping like flies they're getting really sick and when they leave they're getting better And by now, the news of these absolutely unexplained, awful deaths had spread through the country like wildfire. Hundreds of medical professionals investigated, but no one could find an easy answer. This investigation lasted a month. Like, people were really, really looking into this. Investigators went so far as to take water samples, air samples, food samples from the house, samples of any living creatures in the area that they could get their hands on radiation levels in the area were measured. People were interviewed. You get it. It was thorough. 
While all of this was happening, the family's grandmother actually passed away in the hospital as well. And what's weird is that she was not, at the time, living at home. She was staying in the hospital. But the people who were taking care of her also reported symptoms like the unexplainable pains and occasional fainting. So seemingly she had similar symptoms, even though she was no longer living in the home. By now, the illness had claimed the lives of six members of the Tran family, and the investigators still came up empty-handed. Their final conclusion was pesticide poisoning. That is strange because no traces of pesticides were ever found in the environment or during any autopsies, and they couldn't name the type of poison in their report. Just, I guess, saying, like, what? That it's just general pesticide poisoning? Just general pesticide, I guess. Now, over the last 20 years, there's been a lot of speculation over the real cause of these deaths. Many people believe in a conspiracy theory that the government is covering something up and that the Tran family were basically used as an experiment in a chemical weapons test because the symptoms that they experienced are similar to chemical agents that were used in the Vietnam War, such as Agent Orange. Also, remember the duck from the beginning, the singular one duck that survived the whole ordeal? Get this. One of the trans family's neighbors said that in 2002, he captured the duck and brought it home. And all of his ducks fell ill and died. That one duck still survived, though, and ran off. He literally came in. Every other duck around just dies. And that duck says, well, duck is a villain. I gotta go. That duck is literally patient zero. There are also countless stories of witch doctors, monks, and shamans who came to the house to perform rituals, probably hoping to help the family, only to leave abruptly because of what they said was an allegedly powerful dark presence at the place. And Kwok Viet, the only member of the Tran family to survive, believes that it was an evil snake spirit that punished his family because they destroyed its home while building the new ones. I don't think we can count that out, necessarily. Of course not. But there is a potentially scientific explanation to what's going on here. So YouTuber Lazy Masquerade has brought up the fact that all of this started after the house was starting to be built. Remember, Mm -hmm. they're all working on construction. That's what sort of catalyzed this event. He said, since the house was intended to be a, quote, forever home, maybe the family went really deep into the soil, laying down multiple levels of foundation, digging into the earth to lay water pipes. And he theorizes that potentially during these construction efforts, the family may have struck a mercury deposit that poisoned their water supply. Now, here are the symptoms of mercury poisoning. Abdominal pain, constipation, headache, irritability, tingling in the hands and feet. So some of those certainly sound similar or familiar to what we know that the Tran family went through. Mercury poisoning can also cause memory loss, seizures, coma, and death. So again, no evidence that this is the case, but also seemingly no evidence that there were any pesticides present. It's really interesting, though, because I was so curious about this. I was like, is this really mercury poisoning? Because, I mean, that's number one. The entire story is so sad. But it's just so scary to think of something like that happening. And it affects everyone, the animals, the people. You know, mercury poisoning in the water supply actually sounds like it could make sense because the animals are drinking the water, the people are drinking the water. But mercury poisoning shows up on like toxicology reports. It shows up in the autopsy reports. So maybe it's just something that they didn't test for at first. Maybe. I also don't 
I mean, I like how do pipes work? Like, would it just be in that one house that there could literally be like a tiny little mercury deposit that a pipe? Yeah. I honestly, I know nothing. I mean, likewise, of <laughs> course. I'm sure that Lazy Masquerade's theory is a lot more precise than this, but even just in reading it, I mean, I've heard of water poisoning in the sense of like lead pipes. You know, you have lead pipes in old buildings, lead literally gets into the water supply, you get really sick. Similarly, I don't know how mercury poisoning works or anything like that. So it's interesting to walk away from this with absolutely no real conclusion, except that this is just a really sad thing that happened, like an absolute tragedy that struck the nation of Vietnam. And to this day, nobody knows why. Now, of course, the one surviving member of the Tran family, Quoc Viet, says that he believes it was a snake spirit. And of course, we can't rule it out, but we also have no tangible evidence of it. The government cover-up is really interesting to me because the only part of the story that's unaccounted for is why the government even said that it was pesticides causing all of this at all when there was never any tangible evidence. Lazy Masquerade has an entire hypothetical in his video about how this could have led to promotions within the government for ending the mass hysteria of the mysterious illness. But this was all hypothetical. And then I guess we're just left with mercury poisoning, which... Right. Environmental poisoning of some kind, for sure. Seemingly, like, what little we know about this, mercury poisoning potentially lines up. I think something that's interesting about mercury poisoning is when you leave the environment where you're mm -hmm. being mercury poisoned, yeah. you will start to get better. So it seems like when family members left the house, they started to recover. And then when they went back home, that was no longer the case. So yeah. potentially, but I mean, this is something that far smarter people than us have investigated for far longer, and there is no one definitive answer of what happened here. This theory of the government cover-up is really, really fascinating. And I've said this in other episodes that our tiny little human brains just want to explain things. And when things don't line up for us, we want to believe that we can get to the bottom of it. So the government comes out with this report saying, hey, it's pesticides that are poisoning the Tran family. You know, there's this mass hysteria around this. The entire nation is freaking out. And they're like, it's pesticides. Don't worry. This can't happen to you. Not that they're saying that. But you know what I mean? Like, it just seems like a way to be like, this is what it was. This isn't a huge outbreak. Whatever. And it's interesting that people like to this day are saying how the government was just covering something up with absolutely no proof whatsoever. But simultaneously, the people who were investigating this property couldn't even give a name to the pesticide. And I guess I don't even know how all of that kind of stuff works. And I feel like it's one thing to say that the government maybe couldn't find an answer to what was going mm -hmm. on. So just decided to come up with something to like sort of squelch public panic. I think it's a wholly other thing to say that like the government was testing like yeah. like it just gets so outlandish at a point. I do think those are entirely separate. Maybe it is the case that the government didn't really know what was happening and just had to give an answer potentially. Right. But I think we're both in agreement that we don't think this was a case of like the government testing some kind of warfare against right. this family. It would just be so bizarre to do. It's certainly something governments have done. There's just no evidence yes, of it yes, here. Right. Yeah, uh, which is very sad and very scary. I'm sitting here like, that's so unfathomable. And it's just not at all. But yeah, there's no evidence of that here. 
again, I think that people just are trying to explain this. And what's even crazier is we talked about the Redditor who literally painstakingly went through the efforts of translating all of this information into English. So it's still finding more people all the time. I had never heard about this prior to this episode. My hope here is that eventually enough people will get eyes on this that there will be an answer and that the one surviving member of the Tran family, Kwok Viet, can find some peace in all of this. A lot of people died in this story. Like a lot of people died in today's episode. And I just wanted to say that, you know, obviously we sent her massive condolences to everyone involved in this tragedy. But I mean, it just is that. It's a tragedy. And it's fascinating to look into and theorize about, but obviously super sad all the same. The one light in this god-awful story is our duck. Our duck. Is he a light or is he a killer? Do you think he's patient zero? I mean, he was certainly patient zero for that cluster of other ducks. That's true. Oh my God, that's true. I completely, <laughs> don't know about the family. Oh my God, me sitting here like the duck is still alive out there. He literally murdered a clan of ducks, came on and infected the other ducks. I can't even get into the implications of like why that duck somehow infected all of the other ducks with some kind of poisoning. And I don't even know how that's possible. However, I think that the duck is still out there. I think that he is lurking. I mean, no reason he wouldn't be. Yeah even though it's been like 20 years. Yeah, I think that's what happened to the duck. We want to know what you guys think about this episode. Do you believe any of the conspiracy theories that we talked about today? Do you think that this was a truly tragic outbreak that was contained to this one family? Or do you think that this is something we should still be concerned about much later with no answer still? Let us know all of your social media with hashtag gruesome twosome. We would love to hear from you. Thank you all so much for listening. We are once again your hosts, Loey and Eleanor, also known as the Gruesome Twosome, and we have loved this deep dive into the world of internet urban legends with all of you. You can find all episodes of the podcast, Internet Urban Legends, for free exclusively on Spotify. Don't forget to follow the podcast so we can continue bringing you a new disturbing mystery each and every week. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Loeybug and at Snitchery, and support our show by following at Parcast on Instagram and at Parcast Network on Twitter. Stay gruesome, friends. Internet Urban Legends is a Spotify original from Parcast. It is executive produced by Max Cutler from Parcast, Slash Management, and Ed Simpson, Fanny Baudry, and Leah Sutherland from Wheelhouse DNA. Sound designed by Ron Shapiro, with associate sound design by Jamie Ryan. It is produced by Jonathan Ratliff, Gemma Waters, John Cohen, Kristen Acevedo, and Chelsea Parker, and is associate produced by Gitu Meira and Tracy Levy. Research and script writing provided by Jed Bookout. And we're your hosts, Loie Lane and Eleanor Barnes, a.k.a. The Gruesome Twosome.